This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Okay, good afternoon everyone. Shalom Aleichem, Baruch We're continuing in the Sefer, Tzipiso Yeshua. And yesterday we saw that the Chavetz Chaim made uh, very uh, important observations. Number one, he described the state of the Jewish people. He says, for the first time in a, that we've ever seen, Religion has plummeted to such an extent that people are taking their children away from the Torah. This is something we've never seen before. Now I just want to refer to something the Chavetz Chaim writes in the Shemir Halashan because this, um, this observation is not something the Chavetz Chaim only writes about in the Tzipisul Yeshua. At the end of Sefer Shemir Halashan, the end of Chelek Sheni, Chavetz Chaim says, uh, this is Chelek Sheni, Chasimas HaSefer, Perak Aleph, Mahu zeh shebiyameinu einon uroyim min ha-bachurim bebeis ha-medrash, ki ma'ad min ha-ma'ad, ze'er sham, ze'er sham. Chavetz Chaim says, in our times, there are no young people in the base medrash. Who's in the base medrash? You have old people, zekenim, old men, but there are no young people in the base medrash. Now, what year was this? The Shmir Salashin was published in 1873. Okay, so this is not even 1930. This is not 1920. This is 1870s. The Chavetz Chaim seems to be saying that there are no young people in the Beis Medrash. Now the first time Tzipis of Yeshua was printed, it seems was 1929. The Chavetz Chaim may have, uh, because of censorship, appendaged it to a journal so, this, is, uh, this observation is not only something that was seen in uh, the 1920s, but many, many years earlier. Uh, the Chavetz Chaim says that it used to be in uh, previous generations, it was preferable for a father to see his child slaughtered before his eyes, than to see a child in the pinnacle of success in the secular world. Um, by the way, just on that nakuda, just on that point, we just came back from Spain, this is a very important halachic issue that is uh, discussed. Is one allowed to take their own li- life, take the life of their children, in order uh, to save them from spiritual failure? And uh, in the Sefer Hayuchsim of Rabbi Avram Zakuto, he brings... That Ra'inu Sadikim Shahargu Atzmam Uvenehem Kadeshala Yetsiyam Al Karcha Mitar Sashem. This was very common throughout history where Jews took their own lives and the lives of their children. And that Rav Ramzaguto brings many, many proofs that this is permitted, be it from the Gemara and Gittin, that the children themselves jumped off the boat so as not to be violated. And uh, Rav Ramzaguto brings the account of the son. Uh, the grandson of the Rush and the, the daughter-in-law of the Rush, the wife of the Balaturim who took their own lives. So this, uh, this observation of the Chavetz Chaim is already chronicled historically that throughout history Jews have taken their lives and the lives of their children. So why is this happening? What, what changed that all of a sudden in the beginning of the 20th century people we're uh, abandoning the religion. The Chavetz Chaim says the primary cause is the weakening of Amuna in the Olam Hanetzach. Be it the Bias HaMashiach, be it 
uh, reward and punishment, and all the promises of the Torah. Let's continue in... Um, I, I want to I, I speak about um, a very important Indian, uh, continuing segueing of where we left off yesterday, in terms of the source of being Mitzapel Yeshua. We know the Rambam tells us in uh, the Yud Gimel Ikrim, so in Ikr number 12, the Rambam says, Animamin be'amuna shalema, be'vias ha-mashiach, v'yafal pi she'yismameya, im the Rambam says, I believe in complete faith in the coming of Mashiach. And now the Rambam has a question. And even though he delays, nevertheless, I await him every day that he may come. So the following question is brought in the Sefer Shari Oira in the name of the Briskarav. And that is, this is uh, very uncharacteristic of the Rambam. The Rambam's not Toysis. Toysis has questions, V'im Toymar. And he gives answers, V'yesh Loymar. Tema, V'yesh Loymar, V'yesh Lofarish. The Rambam asks no questions, and the Rambam gives no answers. When the Rambam talks about the Iker, An imamim be'amunah shalema sh'abari yisbar shemai, Enoi guf, v'lo yasigeh masigeh haguf. That I believe in complete faith that God is not physical. Does the Rambam ask, Oh, what do you mean? It says, Etzba'alaikim, Yad Hashem, Ene Hashem, Ozne Hashem. The Rambam doesn't ask that question. He doesn't say, Well, Dibro Torah, Kalashim, Mnei Adam. When the Rambam says, Animamin Be'amunah Shalema, Shabar Yisbar Shemai, Goimel Toiv, L'Shoimer Mitzvaisav, Umanish Lover Mitzvaisav, I believe in complete faith that the Rambam rewards and punishments. Does the Rambam ask, Well, Bim Taimar, what do you mean? What about Sadik Veralai? Ah, Yesh Loimar, that's, that's only a miyot to miyot. The Rambam asks no questions and the Rambam gives no answers. The Rambam states halacha or principles of faith. Why all of a sudden when it comes to the principle of the coming of Mashiach, the Rambam has this question, and no, what's taking so long? I don't know, but whenever he comes, I'm awaiting him. Why does the Rambam all of a sudden have this question? Says the Briskarov, in fact, the Rambam asks no questions and the Rambam gives no answers. The Rambam is stating two distinct articles of faith. The Rambam in Parakir Aleph of Hilchus Malachim, Halacha Aleph and Beis, the Rambam says that King Mashiach is destined to rise and to restore the Davidic dynasty and build the Beis HaMikdash and gather in the exiles. Says the Rambam, Someone who does not believe in the concept of Mashiach. Or somebody who does not await his coming. He doesn't just deny other prophets. He denies the Torah and Moshe. So the Briskarov says, from this Ramam we see that there are two distinct articles of faith. Article number one is one has to believe in the coming of Mashiach. But article number two is one must await and yearn for his coming. And if somebody does not await his coming, number one, the Rambam labels such a person a koifer, a heretic. Number two, the Rambam says not only is he denying the prophets, he's denying the words of the Chumash. Tomorrow we'll discuss, well, where does the Rambam get 
that not only does one have to believe in the Mashiach, but one has to await His coming. Where in the Chumash do we see both of these articles of faith? You'll be hard-pressed to find any mention of the Mashiach in the Chumash, let alone an obligation to yearn and await His coming. But from the Rambam we see there are two distinct articles of faith. One is to believe in Mashiach, and one is to yearn for His coming. Says the Briskarov. Hence the Rambam says, Number one, Animamin be'amuna shalema bevias hamashiach. That's article number one. I believe in the coming of Mashiach. And article number two is v'afalpisha yismamea. Even though he's taking a long time, im kolze achakeloi. Not a question and an answer. An article of faith. Awaiting Mashiach is an expression of emuna. If one is missing that, then they're a koifer, according to the Rambam. Now. Says the Briskarov, if you look in the Rambam, in Parak Yud Beis, Halacha Beis of Hilchas Malachim, the Rambam says, Yechake v'yamin b'chlal hadavar. One should await and believe. Which means the Rambam is clearly adding, aside from belief, is waiting. And why does the Rambam say, first await and then believe? Says the Briskarov, so you don't make a mistake, mistake and think, that part of Emuna is awaiting for him. No, it's not part of Emuna. It's a separate article of faith. Yechakeh, wait, and believe. Okay, and tomorrow, we'll have to see, where did the Rambam get it from? Yesterday, we learned that the smak derives the obligation to be Metzapah for Yeshua from the Pasuk, Where does the Rambam learn this from? Let's continue in the words of the Chavetz Chaim. So, what has happened? Why has Emuna slackened and weakened so greatly? Says the Rambam, However, because of our many sins, Kayoim today, Hitzliach Maasei Satan. The acts of the Satan have been successful, through his many agents. To weaken the roots of belief from amidst Klal both regarding reward and punishment, and regarding the, prophets, uh, the promises of the prophets. When we see the great torment, and the difficulty, that we have to endure every day, even the believing Jews think, that Hashem has completely hidden His face from us. And they have given up hope from redemption. You know, it's very interesting, because just like the smak learns that the mitzvah of awaiting Mashiach is derived from that part and parcel of believing that Hashem took us out of Mitzrayim, is believing that Hashem will take us out of this Galas. Well then, now we find another parallel between Mitzrayim and our current Galas, namely, in Mitzrayim many Jews were Mitzrayim min Hagula. The Nitziv writes that the four-fifths that did not survive, they were not on a lower level than the fifth that did survive, because everyone was basically on the same level. The only difference was the four-fifths were Mesiyah min Hagaula. So that's, says the Chavetz Chaim, this is what we see in our time. And because 
people see how difficult life has become. This is in the years before World War I, during World War I. They do not await at all the kingdom of heaven. And everyone just turns in his own direction. And they're looking for ways, what we say by hook or by crook, some way, somehow, the only thing that occupies anybody's attention is making a buck. Because they see how difficult life has become, and they basically think Hashem has hidden Himself from the Jewish people, and redemption is hopeless. Moreover, this is not only a phenomenon among the uh, Jews who are weak in their observance. Even the wholesome Jews, the straight Jews, God-fearing people, when they see the abandonment of the basic mitzvahs, when they see that people, so many Jews, are just casting off the yoke of Shamayim, when they look around, they see shehuka They look around in many places, and they see it's become so lenient in yonim hachamurim shevachamurim. The most stringent violations. For example, matters that the Torah obligate uh, death from heaven or short in life. For example, kugain chilo shabbos tchsiv mechalalehamoysumas. Ba'arayos, again, this is a very vivid description of what life was like in Europe in the beginning of the 20th century, where the Chavetz Chaim writes, Bekama Mekoymos, not in just some places, in many places, the most severe violations were, were lenient in people's eyes. Be it Shabbos, be it Gile Arayos, what does that mean, Gile Arayos? The Hainot Filas Nida, women were not going to the mikvah. She bechlal arayos. Anida is bechlal anerva. K'may shekasa v'parshas achreimois. The the iser of nida is said in the parsha of arayos. So nafal liban bekerban. Even observant Jews, observant Jews become completely demoralized. V'choyshven they think echnu chalakavis b'darin l'rachamei shamayim. How is it possible to anticipate? The mercy of heaven in our generation. After the Jewish people have annulled the Torah in such a profound way. So yes, even Jews who inherently believe in the coming of Mashiach, yeah, sure Mashiach is coming, but not for this generation. Not in a generation where there's flagrant violation of the most chamor yisurim of Shabbos. We're not talking about people not fulfilling se'ifim and shulchan arach. We're talking about abandonment of uh, lavin of the aseres hadibrois, of yisurei kares like nida. And because of this, people slacken off completely. Even to try to correct the small amount of people that they possibly could save from descending to oblivion. In other words, even Yireyim Ushleimim, even God-fearing Jews who are observant, when they see the flagrant violation of the Ikarim of Yahadus, so they say, forget it, Mashiach's not coming in this generation. Maybe, maybe in a different generation. 
and then they just throw in the towel. Even though technically, they could have turned to their neighbor who still is hanging on and say, Rabid, you know, don't forsake the Shabbos, don't close down the mikvah. But they say, what's the purpose, what's the point? The religion, the generation has gone down the drain. So this is not only um, symptomatic of those Jews who are uh, lax in their observance, but even Yireyim Ushleimim, they've basically given up, thrown in the towel, and have abandoned any hope of uh, a realistic possibility of Mashiach coming for their generation. And therefore, says the Chavetz Chaim, we'll read three more lines, Therefore, I find, I have found it obligatory for myself, for my soul, to set forth before all, the truth of the matter, just the opposite, pink fakert, bezmanenu yoiser karoiv litzapois liyeshua. It is more realistic to anticipate the salvation. And this is something that we could possibly, um, that resonates with us. We think, will Mashiach come for our generation, in our country, where the majority of Jews in our country are assimilating, where seven out of every ten chasanos that take place in our country are intermarriage, where most Jews don't know Shema Yisrael, not only are Mechal don't even know what Shabbos is, is this the generation that uh, Mashiach will come from? So this, this fear that the Chavetz Chaim says, this attitude that many people had in his time, we definitely... Uh, definitely resonates with us. Could we say the same about our generation? And to that the Chavetz Chaim says, Adaraba. In our times, in his times, and in our times, it is more possible, it is more likely, it is more important to await the coming of Mashiach. Okay, and we'll continue here, Be'ezus Hashem, tomorrow. Thank you everyone for joining. Bracha v'atzlacha. Have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.